up, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Young Ricky, a.k.a. Slick Rick, and you already know where you at. You on Headstacks Corner. I went for my homegirl, my co-host, Queen Niece, to join the building. Happy Black History Month. It's the first day of Black History Month. I just want to know something, though. <clears throat> Why is Black History Month only 28 days? Isn't like 28 days the shortest day of the year? And they hating on us. Oh, my co-host, she's here. She's in the building. Queen Niece. Hello. Hello, hello everyone. Hello, hello. The queen has arrived. The queen is How? in the building. <laughs> Well, James, so again, today's the first start of Black History Month. How are we feeling? We got a good solid 28 days to feel good. That's right. And I was just saying before you uh, connected on your show, I was just saying, I wonder why Black History Month is one of the shortest days of the entire year. Why do we have to get the shortest day of the entire year to celebrate our blackness? (laughs) They don't respect us. Yeah, never respect. Never have, never will. Right, never have, never will. That's a damn shame. But uh, we got a good show today, you know. We do. We're gonna get into a really good. I know this is something you feel very strongly about. You've been wanting yes. to talk about it. You've been very open about it, and yes. I really want to get into, you know, the struggle that we have in the black culture within ourselves, um, yes. especially when it comes to. You know, these cities over, with yeah. high rate crime, Sad, uh, yeah. not just Philadelphia. There, like you said, that you had there's crime in Wilmington, there's yep. crime in Chicago. There's a lot of different. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> yes. And again, this is black on black crime, too, that's yes. happening, not just white yes. on black. So we have very. I know I'm going to open the floor to you because I know you feel very strongly. Yes, and I, I do. I feel very passionate. I've been talking to Queen Niche for a couple of days now, you know, about, you know, some of my feelings. But we decided I'm going to let them all out on here. The, na- the name of this show, what I'm going to name it today, it's going to be called Black Lives Matter. But do they matter to black people? And before I even go on my spill, I just want to say it's Black History Month. You know, I want to give a thank a thankful shout out to all the black people that fought for us to be here. We go back from Harriet Tubman, you know, all the way before her, our ancestors and Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks, all of them. You know, and so on and so on, because black people, we wouldn't even gotten this far if it was not for them. So I'm especially thankful for that. I'm proud of being black. I love being black. And I just wanted to give a shout out to our ancestors and the people that paved the way for us. And I also want to give a shout out to all a lot of the black victims that have lost their lives recently, as far as Ahmaud Berry, um, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. Um, the one, for some reason, just hits me the hardest, Elijah McClain. Um, I want to give a, a huge shout out to them. I'm hurt and I'm sad by the stuff that I've been seeing. And it continues on. It keeps on going on. I'm frustrated. I'm so frustrated. I have anxiety attacks all the time. Um, So I just want to first say that clearly I understand where 
Black Lives Matter. I clearly understand where it comes from. So for those who don't understand, because I know a few people think that Black Lives Matter is a hate group. It's not a hate group. Don't let the media fool you. They want to portray black people to be bad and, you know, that everybody's bad. That's not true. Um, but Black Lives Matter, just to put this simple to you. Uh, so let's just say you had three dogs and one got hit by a bus. Which one are you going to take to the hospital? All three of them or the one that needs the most attention? So it's not saying that you don't love all your dogs, but it's saying that the one that needs the most attention <clears throat> is being brain, is being taken to the hospital. So this is where black matter, black lives matter. This is where it comes from. Black people, they are frustrated because we're not getting the same attention and love as our other counterparts. We want to be treated fairly, equally and respectfully. Yes, black people are tired of that. We want to be treated equally and respectfully. And I also want to say, because I don't want to disrespect anybody, because obviously we know there are black people that have lost their lives during Black uh, Lives Matter protests and everything like that. And there's also white people, too, that have really fought so hard for this cause. They've been abused and abandoned by their family. So I don't want to disrespect anybody. I understand the movement. I, Everybody that does it, I'm, I'm totally with you on your side, but I can't I can't, I can't fully get behind Black Lives Matter. My issue with Black Lives Matter is that <clears throat> before we can even fight racism, we have to fight self-hate. We have so many issues going on in the black community and it's so frustrating to me that we can't, we can't love each other and we already the most oppressed. We're the most oppressed people and we can't love each other. And it's frustrating. So I can't go into a protest and have paint myself with Black Lives Matter. I just can't get behind it. Um, Dr. Umar, um, Umar Johnson, I was just watching his interview the other day on The Breakfast Club. But he specifically said, until black people hate racism more than ourselves, nothing is going to change. Nothing and I completely agree. So I, I, I agree with you, James, uh, to a certain extent, because I definitely before you before before, you know, the Black Lives Matter, I was definitely used to think just like that. You know, why are we focusing on racism when there's self-hate within us? But from what I've been, you know, after learning and I've had talks with multiple people, black people, you know, I'm more educated to know that hate is taught. That's not something that we just decided to do. We were from from very, you know, from the start, we were always looked at as almost to nothing. White people only taught us hate because that's what they spilled on us. So that hate is taught to us. It came from somewhere. So we can't fix within ourselves until we learn how to fix everything outside of outside of us. I, so that is starting with racism. I, I, I do believe that. I respectfully disagree. I mean, it's 2021 now. No white person is going into a black neighborhood and saying, put a gun to his head. Put a gun to his head and shoot everybody. No white person is doing that. Um. I, I I'm not saying that they are. I'm saying from the beginning, we, we were we were taught self hate. That wasn't just something that came. 
So that's that, that, that's so, not where that so came from. the issue now because I feel like black people want to point the fingers at every other race but yourself. So at the end of the day, sometimes you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm the problem. I'm also the problem too. Now, did white people start that shit? Yes, they did. But it's 2021. We're not going to be making excuses from 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago on why things are still the same. I just find it unacceptable. I totally find it unacceptable. At the end of the day, you have to take accountability. And I feel like black people, I know there are protest groups when we have black on black crime, but it was not nearly the same energy when a white person kills a black person. It's nowhere near the same energy. I don't see nobody protesting. I don't see nobody looting. I don't see anything. It's just another fucked up day in the hood. That's how we take it as it's another fucked up day in the hood or if another black person kills another black person. Oh, it's no snitching. It's, I got to protect my block. I got to hold it down. There's no snitching. Snitches get stitches. That's what they say, right? So I feel like I agree and get what you're saying to an extent. But at the end of the day, you got to stop pointing fingers and look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm the problem, too. Why would white people even start respecting me when they've never been respecting me? They never been respecting me and I'm still not respecting myself. We have racism within our own community. You got light skins hating dark skins. You got dark skins hating yes. light skins. It's but that's the biggest issue we should start with first. Exactly. Like, like you said, I, I agree. Like, that is an issue. Like, once we figure out how to deal with that, we sh we could then hopefully be able to figure out everything else. Exactly. But again, when people aren't educated enough that live in these communities where, you know, there are a lot of things happening, how could you expect them to understand that when they're not given any options but what is already there? You go outside of all these other different communities and, you know, you can speak like this because you're experiencing something different. Somebody that is currently living in that situation does not know any better because that's that's not something that was taught to them. That you Do you get what I'm saying? They don't put these these things, these teachers, these schools, all of these things in these type of neighborhoods to educate us. I get what you're saying, but like we know there, that because isn't there a whole bunch of people though that made it out of their environment out of the hoods? We got athletes, rappers, you have politicians, you have a lot of people that have made it out of their environment, out of their toxic with help, with the help of someone else. It took one decent person to have faith and faith in that one person to say. Like, I got you. I want to help you. That doesn't come by every day for everybody that live in these other communities. That's not reality. Like, you really have to think about that. If people knew better, they would do better. Right now, they don't. we don't know because we don't have the information, the technology, the schools. We don't have that in those communities. And that's where the problem starts, for us to self-educate. We, again, I'm going to say this to you. You live in Delaware. I live in, you know, outside of Philadelphia. And because I was, I don't even want to say I was necessarily ever living in a community like that, but I was, it's different for me because I know better. I went to a school that can teach me these things that somebody else that lives in the hood that did not get. When they're getting half-assed, um, you know, teachers and people not genuinely caring from them at a young age. Like, what are you really going to do? 
to what me, what do you really I, have to fall back I, on? I, 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 to me, I understand and I get your point of view, but I, you know, I just recently moved to the suburbs a few years ago. My first 21 years was spent in the hood. I grew up in the hood. Uh, I, so I've seen plenty of situations go down. I didn't turn out like that. Um, I know, and I know everybody can't say that you fall into different things, but to me, it's still an excuse because we do, we do have resources. We have libraries. We do, we have a bunch of stuff. Now it might not be the same as it, it is in a white community, but we have, we have access to things. We do. And then social media. We look, you can Google anything. If you want to buy a book, a dictionary, whatever, you everybody and their mom got a phone. You can Google it. Or a laptop or something. Everybody got Wi-Fi. You have access to this stuff. And then you have not even entertainers. You got lawyers, doctors, this, that, and the third that come from the hood. So it's just that these ignorant black people, they just want to be gangsters, thugs. It's it's not so much ignorance and when them wanting to be like that, how many of these doctors, lawyers, one out of 10 make it out and then actually come back and put that those same efforts into their community? Not necessarily having to put money, but put those efforts, put that education back into their community. Not a lot. There's really not a lot. It's left up to the city who doesn't care that much, again, about those hoods about black people for them to do the job and for them to barely do it and to half ass it. Why do you think so many black people go want to go outside of the hood and try to get a better uh, like living situation for their children is because they want better. But if you don't have it and you don't have the resources to get it, what do you do? We, we do have the resources. I, I, like I said, I grew up in the hood. We had the resources. If people just think that it's cool, I guess, listening to these rappers that sell drugs and get face tattoos and everybody wants to be a rapper and get face tattoos and gangbang because they live in their life. They, they is stupid. Nobody wants to go to school to use their brain. They think it's cool to be a thug. So I'm not, and like I said, I know this is not every black person I'm talking to. About basically everybody, a lot of people that I know in personal situations on what's going on. And as a black man that lives in the suburbs now, it's ridiculous on why I even have to have any type of fear of going back to my own neighborhood, to a black community. I'm paranoid. I'm paranoid going into a black community. I'm paranoid. And there's a lot of other black people that they don't want to go back to their old environments. They don't want to go. And I feel like black people, we are the only race who have standards of excellence outside of our own community. When black people make it, I can, I mean, you got plenty of entertainers. They always say, we look at it as having white neighbors or something as if you made it in life. Because if you go back to your neighborhood, you have to worry about getting robbed, getting shot. Getting, you have to, or you know what I'm saying? You have to worry about stuff like that. Uh, so I just can't, like I said, I understand Black Lives Matter and I, I, I get it. But me personally, I cannot support i can't get behind it that's just me though um anybody can feel how they want to feel about that but this is where i stand on it and like i said but i understand where you stand but then when it comes down to it when you're talking about why we're so half ass in our culture and why we're so broken is when we come out outside again on platforms like this and then not necessarily like 
in a way put us down it's a type that that's that's friction right there what you're saying what you're doing but again i i we're on a platform but i would never really see even though you know other races have issues right you don't really see them talk at badly about how we would talk about our own and that's what makes it a difference for us also i feel that so it's mm-hmm. it's sometimes go ahead I was just saying black people, everybody knows across the world that black people are the most oppressed people in the world. If we would stick together, how powerful would that be? I bet you half of this stuff that's going on now wouldn't even be happening if black people stuck together. Black people, we don't stick together. It is even, you know, I hear, I see support black businesses and things like that, but you know, but we look at it. I was just watching something on Instagram last night. If you got a white lawyer, a white accountant, you know, we don't go to anything black. You know what I'm saying? It's looked at as, and that's sad. That's so sad that we look at black people just as, you know, schemers. And it's, I know it's obviously not the case with a lot, but it is with a lot too. Like black There's people something. don't even want to mm-hmm. deal with black people. Um, and that, and that, and it's really sad. And it's a bunch of issues. Um, I don't even know if it will ever be fixed, but it's frustrating and it's sad. But we can make a difference. We can start by not oppressing, but uplifting when we speak on black people and our culture. I do feel as though we have a lot to work on. And I'm not saying anything that you said wasn't right to your opinion. But I also agree that we need to do more uplifting within our own community, within our own selves, in order for us to proceed anywhere. And it really starts on how we look at ourselves. And when we're looking at ourselves, the way you're speaking on us, how how is one supposed to want to continue to try to do better or at least do more if this is how their own people are looking at them? That's how I look at it. it, It's not my reality. It's not my opinion. I mean, it's my reality as well. Like I've said, uh, my my one of my barbers, my old barber, he was just telling me how his son's best friend got murdered because he made a mistake and stepped on another black man's Jordans by a mistake. He just picked up a gun and shot him in the head. A clear mistake like that. And I remember being in eighth grade or seventh grade, one of those, but a guy got murdered because somebody wanted his Ellen Iverson jersey. So it it's just Black Lives Matter. And then I got some of my family members encouraging their kids to go out and loot and loot and burn the city down where they grew up at. And it's just like the white man is not coming to fix your neighborhood up. You destroying your own community. Like the looting is stupid. I like, I don't, I understand the frustration, but it's gotta be another solution. It's gotta be another solution. Um, and like I said, this isn't my opinion. This is my reality. Like I said, I'm, and as a black man who lives in the suburbs, I remember I had a panic and anxiety attack because a white cop, had looked at me, and this was the time Ahmaud Barry had got shot and killed. He looked at me, and I had a panic attack. I couldn't breathe, and I sped home, and I cried. But then I looked at it like, damn, like, if even if I go back to my black community, I got to worry about being shot and killed or robbed. So it's like, where can I go to feel safe at? It's just like, I can't win anywhere. And this is, this, this is the definition of a life of a black man. And I cried because I said, I can't believe, is this really my reality? Just cause the color of my skin? Like I gotta, I'm in a white environment and I gotta worry about a cop killing me. And I'm not even safe if I go back to my all black environment. 
So it's just like I'm conflicted. I'm sad because I don't know where I'm safe at. And I'm really understanding like this is my reality. So as far as Black Lives Matter, and don't get me wrong by any by any means, I'm damn sure not. I'm obviously not on the white people's side with the cop. I'm not on their side, but I'm damn sure not on Black Lives Matter side either. I'm on James' side. I'm on my side because at the end of the day, white people ain't never give a fuck about us. So why would they start now? And then black people don't give a fuck about black people. Black people got racism. We got so much going on with ourselves. So at the end of the day, my back is against the wall and I'm standing with me. If you on my side, you on my side. I don't care if you black, white, orange, Latino, purple. If you love me, I love you. But I'm damn sure not on black people's side and I'm damn sure not on the white community side. Whoever got love for me, that's where I'm at with it. So that's how I feel about that. Uh, at the end of the day, like I said, it is what it is. Um, but I don't know if there's any resolution to the problem. Um, I wish there was, but I don't see any. Um, <sighs> so, like I said, I well, don't. I, mean, I was saying that there we could all we all want a solution to these problems. But the only solution there would be is if we fix what's within and I'm all about like uplifting and motivating and I want to see us do better. I truly do. I definitely think, you know, in, inside in our community, we, we have a lot of work to be done yes. and it's, it's obvious, but I'm also, I'm also very, you know, I'm still going to continue to be open because I understand that a lot of these looting situations and things that have occurred, it's because there are people that are just really out there that are just uneducated and don't have this that we all. And I know you said there are resources in the hood, but they're never going to be the same as what you would see if you go to a King of Prussia or maybe even like a Maryland, like, you know, that sub suburban places. So it, and it, even if with it, with all what we eat, you see how they make the suburbs compared to what they make an inner city. It's a fast food. You know, food, it's more yeah. fast food. Fast food. You know, there. Yeah, on every corner. You think that that that, that wasn't purposely done? People know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. So we are at fault, but we can only be at fault for so much. So the best thing we could do is pray and hope and and try <laughs> to like educate our brothers and sisters as much as we could and uplift. So we can do better. So we can get these guns off the streets. And that's all that I hope for. I don't ever want to down my culture because I, I, there are things within like the colorism issue is real big for me. And that's one issue I hope to really tackle one day. But again, I'm never so do, come out and. So do you think I'm down on our culture? Because I don't feel like I'm down on our culture. I honestly. Just think I'm speaking our reality, but a lot of black. Not necessarily down. You're speaking your reality, but I know for some people that may not understand their reality could be a lot different. You're speaking from somebody that left the hood and now lives in a suburban area compared to what somebody may be feeling currently that is still in that situation. I mean, I have may want to get I have friends and family that still live in the hood that I still talk to all the time. Uh, I 
<laughs> I have plenty that I still talk to. And they actually, a lot of them feel the same way I feel. They got to sleep with two guns on them every night. And they're quick to blow somebody's head off because they constantly seeing black on black crime. And they're like, I'm going to kill, I'm going to get them before they get me. I don't want to be like that, but they're going to try to take me out for no reason. And then I see little kids crying on the news. Why are they shooting? Why can't I go outside and play in peace? Because they want to shoot. And bullets, random bullets, bullets don't have a name to them, and they end up hitting anybody. And a lot of little kids been dying. Um, I, I just looked up the murder rate in, in uh, Philadelphia. Uh, this is from, it's February 1st. This is from January 8th, but the Philly, the Philly murder rate in 2020 is almost 500 people were killed. 2,200 shootings. The death was 40% higher than it was in 2019. And the death rate in 2020 is more than it was in 2013 and 2014 put together. In the first, the first week of 2021, eight people were shot and eight people were shot. <clears throat> no, 21 people were shot in the first week of 2021 with 11 homicides in the city of Philadelphia. Disgusting. So, yes. So that is. This is why, this is why I say I get Black Lives Matter. I understand Black Lives Matter, but Listen, I, the, the things that I've seen personally with my eyes and to some of the stories my friends and my family tell me about situations we're still going on, it's just hard for me to get behind it. I'm sorry, I just can't get behind it because black people don't put enough energy into it. It's just another fucked up day in the hood, like I said earlier. Just another fucked up day in the hood, but we want to get mad when somebody else from another race kills us and they like, well, we've been killing y'all. And y'all still killing each other. So why would we even respect you when you don't respect yourself in the first place? That's how I look at it. So I wish there was something that could be done. I don't know if there's anything that'll ever be done, but this is something that I really feel passionate and strong about. Um, it saddens me though. I don't even like saying it, but hey, I'm gonna call it how I see it at the end of the day. So it is what it is. So, and if anybody listens to it, Listen, you got to listen to the first couple minutes and I explain myself. So if you want to get butt hurt or anything after I said what I said, you can take that how you take that. So, but at the end of the day, I said what I said and I'm going to stand what I said. I don't take any of it back. So that's that. Well, there we go. So we have it, ladies and gentlemen. We have it. I, I just want to say that, you know. Me and Jane may have different opinions, but I definitely am still going to stand behind the Black Lives Matter. I understand fully what he's saying, where he's coming from. But I, I for me, it's like it's a greater good. And it's like one of those things. It's like if you have like a best friend or like even a child, like, you know, you or a husband or any type of relationship, you want to make sure that you stand behind them and support even though it may not look the best, you can fix that when y'all get somewhere else. And that's kind of how I feel about this topic. It's like, I'm going to still stand for the Black Lives Matter no matter what. I, I'm going to always fully support it, get behind it. But I know that there's work that needs to be done. And I cannot say that just because there's work to be done, I'm just going to like 
give throw my hands up and like yeah the other races are killing us so it's okay like no i'm never gonna be like that for me i'm gonna just still just stand behind black lives matter because that's what i believe in and i hope i pray that one day we will fix it me too i I do i do too and like i said this the same energy that you know, you or, you know, a lot of other people putting in the Black Lives Matter. How about we just put that same exact energy into black on black violence? That's all I'm saying. That's all I would like to see. Don't be mad when a white man kills you, but you're not as mad when you kill each other. That's all I'm saying. Have that same exact energy. That's all I want. I'm, I'm tired of seeing little kids on the news crying. I'm just tired of it. And I don't see the same energy reciprocated so i might get i might get unfollowed and blocked on all the social media platforms but hey oh well that's how i feel and i'm quite sure a lot of people feel the same way i feel and i'm quite sure a lot of people feel the same way you feel uh so that's where we mean the middle guys and we are so happy you were able to tune in and join us and you know what just keep on listening because we got a lot more topics to come we have a lot more, more, what, like, what else do we got, James? A lot more TikToks. We got a lot I more TikTok. Been... I got a lot more TikToks. Yes. TikTok, I got to write them in, though. They have uh, been silencing my videos. Uh, I'm trying to make them a lot of money, but they don't like me on TikTok. So. They don't, yeah. We want to fix that. Yeah, I'm about, to, man, man, I'm about to delete to my TikTok. You know, I'm about to delete my damn TikTok. I'm tired of TikTok. <laughs> uh, only YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. You know, I ain't even putting TikTok. Don't follow me on TikTok. Tired of TikTok. You know, me and TikTok going to fight. <laughs> but <laughs> um, this is another thing. We'll see who's going to win. This was another great show. It went by super quick. Ooh, wow. Went by super quick. We almost had 30 minutes. So, yeah, it's time. To oh, wow. I know. Well, thank you so much again for having me, James. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you. you. Oh, and again, it's Black History Month. So, everybody remember, yep. we're going to celebrate the 28 days. That's so, right. Celebrate them 28 days. Black power. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Thank